positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality. And the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. To help constantly remind you of what matters most, you are it. And I'm your host for the day, Erica Middlemiss. I am just another reflection and extension of you who will be here filling in for our beloved host, Brandon Beecham, leading the way to ensure your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar... Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode. And again, I am not alone today. I am very thankful to be with the beautiful Nixie Marie. Hi, Nixie. Hello, love. I'm so happy to be here again. I know. It's so fun to do a show together. Yeah, definitely our first time. Yeah, doing a yeah, take it, taking time. over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So before we get started on our topic today, which is going to be a juicy one. We're going to read a review. And this review is written by Brown New York Witch. And she says, I discovered this podcast upon returning from doing intensive spiritual work in South America. What a blessing. I was so, so relieved to find it since it has been tremendously supportive and insightful through my ascension process. The content is wonderful. My only suggestion... I would love to hear more spiritual teachers of color be represented and interviewed on the show. I can send some names of great teachers if you're interested. Thank you, Brown New York Witch. So I'm just curious why it is or how how do you know that we don't interview a lot of different people of color? I'm not sure how that comes through through the mics because we actually do. And I don't know why it matters. What do you think, Nixie? (laughs) Yeah, so Eric and I were kind of discussing this prior uh, reading the review and just kind of feeling into how to address this. And I I really do feel that uh, it's important to have all types of humans on this podcast as well as everywhere because I'm all about equality as well. But I think that if we're all one, you know, it really doesn't it doesn't really matter because it's like where I see us all as vessels, mm-hmm. right? And we are opening ourselves up to have these conversations, whether it be I'm a total white girl from Orange County, so judge me as much as you may. And uh, I feel that 
even myself sometimes look in the mirror and I go, how am I embodying what I do now? Like what that doesn't even make sense. And I'm sure I get judgment around it, around being this white girl that's now spiritual and on this path and whatever else anybody wants to to say about it. At least that's been a story I've had. So I just think that it really doesn't matter, but I definitely think that it's a beautiful suggestion. So it's nice to, yes, absolutely include all races and backgrounds and people from different countries, of course. Yes, we are all one. But when we start putting people into categories, that's where we start separating each other. And that's, that's where this tinges me inside quite a bit. And, and the reason why it tinges me inside a bit is because I'm the mother of a mixed child. And so then what is she? What, 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 where am I going to classify my child? Is she white? Is she black? Is she mixed? What is she? She's her. She's that's it. She's a human being. <laughs> and 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 that's yeah. it. There doesn't need to be a classification there. And it doesn't matter what color somebody is, it matters what their message is. So mm-hmm. um, but yes, beautiful suggestion. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we definitely <laughs> definitely much. hear you. And I think that it's important to address it, but also just as a reminder to check to check in because it feels like Sometimes our ego can kind of get in the way of like, well, why don't they have a bunch of, you know, mixed or colored interviewed and guests on the show? You know, this this must be a show of all white folks and humans. And then that that creates more separation. Right. So I think what really this this podcast and movement for me has been about is to really be present to the the thoughts that we have and how much we're feeding the ego. And I really do think that it's just time to check in maybe with yourself and, and ask yourself, you know, why does it matter? And are you feeling like it's coming from a place of your ego? Or is it something that is just simply a statement because we have so much going on in the country right now of the politics and, and maybe you're feeding off of that energy too, you know, but I think that it's important to just come back to center to ground and recognize that it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what color we are. It doesn't matter, you know, where we come from. It just, it, what really matters is, are we doing the work? Exactly. And right. I absolutely love other cultures. I love exploring other ways of life and the way people do things. And I think, it's so incredibly beautiful. Um, but that doesn't mean we separate ourselves. And, you know, if somebody is German or African or Chinese or Japanese, you know, everybody has their own culture, all different, all beautiful, all have, you know, amazing art and history. And, but we're all the same. We're all just human beings mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I think that's what matters. Oh, that is what matters. So Mm I hope that supported you. Yes. Okay. So Nixie and I thought it would be fun today to talk about relationships and sacred union, conscious relationships. Um, Before we get into it, Nixie is doing something fun every Wednesday. Tell us about it, Nixie. Yeah. So every Wednesdays, I'm sure that some of you guys have tuned in, but I have given a dedicated time of myself to do a woo woo Wednesday for everybody on the podcast. Uh, well for the Facebook and the Instagram. So I go live every Wednesday at seven thirty PM Pacific standard time on both the Instagram and Facebook pages. So if you guys want to tune in, I've been doing live readings and we just get super woo woo and witchy and fun and magical. And it's a great time 
other extension of this podcast to kind of just dive into your spirituality and uh you know i like to i like to have fun with it so it's it's been a fun past few months we started in january now so it's been a a full month now month and a half but i'd love to see you all there so yay awesome yeah we love tarot readings and all the magic involved yeah yeah we definitely do all right so let's chat about conscious relationships you're in one I'm in one. So my question for you is, how did you allow this relationship into your life? Because I see a lot of questions come across that, you know, people are saying, I've done all this work, but yet he's still not there. Right? I'm sure you see this too um, in your work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And that's such a beautiful question because I feel like you said it. You said allow. And what I find is a lot of times in this process of finding the soulmate or finding the twin flame or, or looking for that person, they're cre- we create a blocks around it because we're, we're seeking something that isn't really in alignment to where we are. So for me, to answer the question, I definitely did a lot of work on myself. I would not be able to have manifested and attracted this partner had I have not done some serious work and healing because he constantly shows up to me in a way where it's like, whoa, his caliber, he's vibrating such a beautiful, beautiful light speed. And and I'm that like, how am I, you know, my self-worth has played a big part in this this dynamic of the relationship because I went from having such a uh, low frequency type relationship with a narcissist and with just a really, really um, mediocre type lifestyle. And that's what I thought I was worth. So I, I really feel like I went through a big journey. I, I went through a leadership course actually. And in that work, they go through a lot of healing in our adult or childhood. So we go look at, okay, what stories did we create from our childhood about ourselves, about the world, about anything, and how can we write new stories? And really, to me, that is what shadow work really is. And that's the work that I do with most of the women that I work with. I'm like, let's go deep. Let's go real deep, like into that zero to three zero to five years of your life and how did you create a story? Because a lot of times we pick up on our parents' behaviors, what they were like Mm -hmm. when we were in the womb space. So before we even enter into the world, we're picking up on everything that's going on around us. So I actually feel like I had to go through a complete rebirth in order to allow this man into my life. And I am constantly allowing it too. Because one thing I remember actually listening to an Abraham Hicks, uh, you know, YouTube clip. And she said, once you attract that thing that you want and that you desire, can you hold that vibration? Or are you going to go backwards and fall back into the comfort? And so that's when I, one of the things that I feel like is really what a partnership sacred union is about is it's about like constantly leveling mm-hmm. up each other and moving with and, and growing with each other. So I really, you know, I really feel like it begins with the self. And if you're still looking for someone, it's mm-hmm. that person is really right in front mm-hmm. of you. It, it's 
go look at in the mirror. And I always say, would you date that person that you're looking at in the mirror? Are you fully in love with that person? Because love attracts love. And when you're in love with yourself and you can honestly say, I've forgiven myself for the things that I've done in my life that I'm not so proud of. I have, I accept myself for all the parts of me that perhaps I didn't accept. That's what cultivates and and creates this vibration Mm -hmm. of sitting in like, I love, I love, I love, I love me. So then therefore that person comes in. So I feel like that's a pretty big answer to the question, but. It's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you, you, made a, yeah, you made a couple of really good points there. One, the, the self-love. You, you cannot love another until you love yourself. And that's something that I used to always hear before I found a relationship like this as well. And I always used to think, but I do love myself. But really, did I? You know, really, I didn't. Really, I was still beating myself up. I was telling myself those old stories of unworthiness. And I wasn't allowing that space. Um, I was I was holding that space too with maybe feeling old relationships that didn't serve me that I thought I still wanted. And so I allowed that to keep the space in my heart too. So I had to actually learn too, to let all of that go, you know, to, so that I even had space for somebody new to come in. Okay. So it's not necessarily about changing yourself, but it's about learning to accept that p- those pieces of yourself that Maybe you don't absolutely love and aren't necessarily the most positive. Like say you get a little irritable sometimes or you have a pet peeve here and there. But like learning to look at that and be like, okay, I can accept that within myself. I can accept that sometimes I get a little angry, but but I've learned how to work on it and love those parts of myself. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that, that's when you can then invite somebody who is also going to be loving you because you're loving yourself. Absolutely. Acceptance is the key. And it, it, I always say too, I've, I've been the type of person who's constantly kind of been in relationships. The longest I've been single was three years. And that was in between a time where I was in a long distance relationship. And then that ended. And then I went into my last relationship and that was, a, it was a really powerful karmic healing relationship. And it taught me everything about acceptance Mm -hmm. because I was so pointing the finger the whole time. And I finally recognized, okay, this is not about that person. This is about me. Mm -hmm. I get to go do the work on myself and then I'll figure out whether this person is for me or not. Mm -hmm. So I, I always encourage those who come and ask about relationships. I've been doing a lot of love and relationships readings, especially because we have, you know, Valentine's day this month and, I always say, you know, are you doing the work? Like, do you, what does your day look like? Because if we're not even doing small tasks, such as washing our face at night, I mean, sometimes I want to just go straight to bed and not wash my face. Mm -hmm. But then I ask, then I'm like, wait, is that a self-loving act? When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to have more dried mascara that's all over my face. And, you know, I did this work before my man. So why would I... Why would I get like slack off now? Right. Yeah. So it it is a constant evolution of the self. And one of the things about acceptance too, is that when I'm triggered and I love talking about this story, it's a good one actually, because I recognized how when I'm triggered by my partner, how it's a, it's a sign 
for me to look at something within myself. Mm-hmm. And so there was this time where I live in a yurt and he was putting up the windows on the outside of the yurt because you can Velcro, the, Velcro them like on and off. And he's like, I'll go, you know, put those up for you. He loves playing the role of like the king and honoring me as the queen. It's so much fun to, to, to play those roles. But he goes out there and then I'm going to the bathroom, which is right on the outside of the yurt, which passes the window that he puts up. And I recognize that it was kind of put on like half-assed. You know, like not really on. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this, really? Like, you're going to just put it up like this? And I got a little heated and I thought, yeah, and I'm really re- realizing he's been half assing stuff lately. Like, do I really want that in a partner? You know, then my mind starts going to all the things. And I stopped myself and goes, oh, where am I in my life half assing things? Mm-hmm. And I came in with a whole different energy to him. And I said, thank you. Thank you for sharing something that you didn't even recognize you were doing that created a breakthrough mm-hmm. for me. And that right there, I think, is conscious, is, is having a conscious re- relationship. Because yeah. it's, it's not about, I could have came in and been like, how mm. could you have just, you know, not put that up the, the perfect way that it's supposed to be? I'm upset at you and angry and blah, 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 blah. But it just, that doesn't serve, especially when you're with a man who's like, I ain't right. going to take that. Mm-hmm. you know like yeah. yeah check in so it already creates that energy of i am constantly looking at myself in this relationship and that goes back to a point you made earlier too of when you're in a conscious relationship like this it's it's about constantly improving each other and helping each other improve on our own selves and that's what you did in that situation you didn't look at it and say you 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 turned it around and said hey me Where's this about me? And when you can do that together, that's Mm -hmm. why we're in these relationships. So we can grow together and expand Mm -hmm. together and improve together. And then, wow, instead it's like double plus the expansion, (laughs) you know, like squared. So yeah, that's what I, that's one of the, I was going into that whole, I've been in a relationship, a relationship type woman most of young girl whatever you want to call myself I want to call myself and I really think the reason being is because I really love doing work on myself I'm really committed to growth Mm -hmm. I love being able to be in a relationship and recognize that in partnership is the most spiritual journey we can put ourselves on aside from being an entrepreneur (laughs) I really Mm -hmm. feel that because we're saying I'm signing up for the work in a Mm -hmm. way where it's going to be in my face. Like my mirror is going to show up every single day. And that's the other question I ask. Are you willing to do the work? Are you ready Mm -hmm. to do the work? Because if you say Mm -hmm. you want it and then all of a sudden you don't, then you're not ready. Right. Exactly. And, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said for being alone. You know, it's, I think it's very important to be alone and spend that time alone so that you can learn about yourself before you then bring somebody in to your world. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and really being able to set your boundaries, knowing, knowing exactly what you want, you know, um, learning to love just you all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very important. Yeah. Loving yourself. Like, can you honestly sit in stillness and in silence because this Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable for me at times too and 
And this is something I'm practicing to just recognize that, you know, even on Valentine's Day, I bought myself roses because nice. I'm like, I shouldn't expect for him to go buy me roses. What if he buys me a def- different type of flower, but I want the roses? Mm-hmm. You know, I can ask for it, of course, and he would get it in a minute. But just because I'm in a relationship doesn't mean I stop loving myself. And it doesn't right. mean that I'm seeking his constant validation. Mm-hmm. So I love what you said there, you know, doing doing that work on the self. And can you love yourself without that person? Are you seeking validation? Because I really think that that's what creates this I need to have my partner. Where is he? Why hasn't my Prince Charming come? Where is my king? You know, well, where are you? Mm-hmm. Are you and are you at a place in your life where you're finding yourself to accept and receive this person that wants to come in? And the beautiful thing is, too, is just like go back to faith and trust. Yeah. That person's out there mm-hmm. waiting for you, too, mm-hmm. and doing the work for you. But wouldn't you rather that that person had done the work? And then showed up in your life and then willing and ready to excel. Yes, please. Right. All day, please. I don't want to bring someone into my life that really needs to learn how to love themselves too. Well, then they wouldn't be in my life then. Right. Or if I wasn't there, then that's who I'd be bringing in and it wouldn't be the right type of relationship, which a lot of people are experiencing. This concept also mm-hmm. reminds me of something Abraham Hicks that you already mentioned earlier talks about a lot is that if you're seeking, you're always looking, then you're just telling the universe that it's not there, you know, plain and simple. Yeah. So if you're constantly looking, then you're going to be constantly looking. You're just going to be forever looking. That's, you know, that that's just where you're going to yeah. be. So when you can get yourself into a place of like what you said too, wow. he's out there, you know, he's, he is absolutely in your space. It's just, you know, are you letting him in? Are you allowing it? You know, you just have to know that he is there and stop looking. I think that's one of the biggest things when you stop looking when you stop caring, really, when it's not the focus, the main focus of your life is to bring this partner in. That's when they come. That's when they creep on in. They come when you don't (laughs) care anymore. When you've been like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine with, with one. I'm fine without one. I love me. You know, so if it's going to be, it's going to be. And then they just, they, they're bam in your face. Yeah. I did not expect to meet my partner when I did. I was like, who is this? And I was even a little like resistant to him at first. Like, oh no, oh no. I was (laughs) too. Don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. But that's something I was going to just say is let them find Mm -mm. you. Yes. Don't go looking. Let them find you, the the man. And if we're talking about all types of relationships here, woman, woman, man, man, let, if you embody a more feminine energy, because I think that's what we're speaking to right now, then Mm -hmm. let that masculine energy find you. Because that is what is the balance. Even with a woman, woman, I've been in both types of relationships. And when I'm a very, I'm a very, masculine type relationship when I was in a relationship with a woman. And then I played the more uh, feminine type relationship. I need to plug my computer in. Hold on. (laughs) And so I feel like the importance though is letting them see you too. My man found me on the dance floor. I was in my zone. I was just like doing my thing. And when you're out there doing your thing and you're in this vibration of love, 
I mean, I have chills over my whole body. It's that's where the magic is. So sisters that are listening right now or brothers who are calling in a, uh, a feminine energy as a partner or a masculine energy, ask yourself, you know, what is required of you when you're out in the world? And I really think the answer to that is to just be present and be in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and always be yourself because if we we have this tendency as human beings to try to be our best self when we start a relationship, you know, sh- only show them all the good things, and then and then two to three months later, all all the nasty stuff starts coming out, and they're like, "Wait, who are you? I thought you were somebody else." No, show them all of that in the beginning. And my partner and I did that absolutely. I mean, he showed me all of the the crazy, all of the silly, all of that. Like, and we would do that, and then we'd be like, "You still like me? Yeah, you, you still like me." <laughs> That's like the tests, though, that are really fun because, yeah, I have I'm younger in my relationship than my man, so I'm still going through a lot of cleaning up from my early twenties of being super irresponsible. And I'm talking about finances. I'm talking about like you know just all of that stuff. So I'm going through that. And the, the beautiful thing is like, he's, he's able to support me in that, in an emotional way, in a, like every way, mm-hmm. but it's cause he's been through it. But I felt like I had to go into all of it right in the very beginning. Like, look, I drive a Lexus. I might look good, but I can barely pay for this thing. Like <laughs> this is who I am. You know, I'm trying to chase after this image. And I was going through a lot of that shedding. I was still working through my, image so to say and what I cared but I was really really present with it like right in the very beginning and I think that's the powerful thing is show up as you are right from the very Mm -hmm. beginning from day one from the minute that they see you and let them let them come Mm -hmm. to you and let them tell the story of how they saw you because that's where like I constantly get chills around when he says the whole thing he's like tells a story to our friends. How did you guys meet? And it's this whole thing. And I just sit there and total like how he manifested me when that's what was happening for months. You know, it took months for him to finally, for me to mm-hmm. finally see him. Mm-hmm. Cause I was in my like, I'm single and I'm doing this and don't look at me like that. Yep. Just like you were, you know, but I think that this, the point that we're getting at is yeah. to just be you. Yeah. And let them find you. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, it's super fun. We actually met at a conference um, up in Mount Shasta. And Mount Shasta is such a a beautiful place. Um, And we were sitting down to listen to a, a talk and he walked in and I was sitting there and I saw him notice me. And I was like, Oh, I know that look. <laughs> and then I was like, uh oh, you know, and then he came and sat down in the row next to me. And um, when we were leaving at the little intermission, I wound up walking past him and it was like almost like I was resistant, but then I like, I walked past him in the row, even though it was shorter to go out the other way. And then I made some silly comment to him that he thought was cute. And he came outside to talk to me and then we asked each other what our name was at the very like exact moment. Like we said it at the same time, like jinx. And, um, it was literally from then on, we haven't left each other's side. So, um, it's also one of those things like when you know, you know, and there's no 
question about it. Like there's no question on either side. Like you're never, ever wondering, how does he feel about me? Or I wonder what he thinks or none of that. None of it is there. You're just so secure in the fact that, yeah, you like me just as much as I like you. This is, this is it. Like, I think you're amazing. You think I'm amazing. Okay, this works. And I, I even when I'm irritated with you, because when you get into a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have your little headbutting things, your little power struggle. That's normal human behavior. Um, and very healthy. Yeah. But then when you go through and that, and you can still look at them and be like, and I still loves you. I love you so much, even though you just got, I loves you. <laughs> That's what I say. It's oh, funny. I loves you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, in order to just like look at them and, and know, I, I still it. love you through all of this irritation, you know, through this power struggle. You just, you just still know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful to say, because I've said that multiple times to some some clients that are asking like you know is this person the one and I, I always say like if you're asking that question you don't know it's probably a, it's probably a, a yeah. no you know it, it might be because I really believe hesitation in the body yep. is a no if you are dropping into your body and you can feel every single piece of you and it's saying mm-hmm. I'm unsure or I'm not maybe not maybe this person isn't, then it, it the answer is no. Yeah. Hesitation mm-hmm. leads to a no. And maybe not. Maybe, you know, we're wrong I here. I don't think so. But I do really feel like when it's a full <laughs> yeah. body yes, you know, and you're like, that's, uh-huh. my, that's my man yeah. or that's my woman. That is, you look at that person and maybe you have your doubts every now and then. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We're also human and the mind is crazy. But when we look at that person and we go, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, that's mine. And that's just it right there. And I I think that it cuts through all the the texting of that phase. Like, I'm so grateful. I do give you guys all out there so much acknowledgement for the, in the dating world, because it is tough. tough, And I know that. And I, I feel like that stage of we're hooking up, we're going on dates. Is this going to go anywhere? If it doesn't land in the first, Mm -hmm. I would say like three dates and you guys aren't, you know, going in that way. Yeah. It's just move on, girl. Yeah. You, and man, yeah. like keep going. Keep keep flowing in your life because it's mm-hmm. not life is too short. Yeah. And to too, just you just settle. reminded me, you know, as as women especially, you know, we're getting dressed to go out on a date and we have this thing, oh, I hope I I look good and I hope he likes me. No, none of that. I hope maybe I like him and that we like each other. This isn't about me putting on a show for him and him liking me. No, I feel like we need to be more like birds. You know how the female birds get to choose between all the men and the men <laughs> have all their pretty colors and they, they sing their song and they do their dance and the women get to choose. I mean, it's a little, um, yeah, I don't know, one-sided there, but I kind of I like it. I think we should flip that script, ladies. I just, yeah. Because <laughs> our society is not like that right now. It, it does uh, need know, to be yeah. more balanced. So we do need to be more no, like the birds. No, it's not. Well, and recognize too, and I think this goes for even in job interviews, you know, we get to interview that person too. When we're going on a date, yes, we get to dress up. Yes, we get to feel good about ourselves, but mm-hmm. we're also interviewing their energy. We're interviewing their their ways of being. Yeah. We're, we get to choose at the end of the day. It is not about, oh my gosh, he likes right. me. Now let me mold myself into liking him. No, it is like a, a balanced way of... Yes is this person going to fit yes. into my yeah. life? Cause this is who I am. 
It is. And that is mm-hmm. really, really powerful to just yeah. step into that, especially mm-hmm. as women right now, especially as women. We're going through it and recognizing that they get to be, honestly, bowing at our feet exactly. and we get to stand up and we get to just do the same thing to them. It's a constant, humble servant. Yeah, it's mutual at the end of the like, day. Yes, choice, but honestly. We need to make that choice. decision like you just said. I, are you good enough for me to allow into my world. You know, that's really what it's about. And same thing goes for him. You know, we both, we both need to be mutually in agreement Mm -hmm. about that. And when, like we started this conversation about this, like when it's like that, you just, you both know, and neither one of you question. That's the beautiful part about it. But I have to say, you know, anyone out there who's not in a relationship right now, don't lose hope. I'm 40 years old. 41 now, actually, but I was 40 when we met. It took me that long to get here. So, you know, if you're in your 30s and 20s, 30s, and you're still thinking, oh, where's my man? Don't, don't worry about it. Time is just an illusion anyway. You know, it'll, it'll come when you're ready and when you do the work. Because, you know, I talked a little bit about this on Monday when, when I talked about healing, but healing being a personal responsibility. Well, the same thing. Self-love is a personal responsibility. You learning to love yourself in order to prepare yourself for this relationship is your personal responsibility. No one else's. And you made that point earlier too. Yeah, absolutely. It really, it just Mm -hmm. bring it back to you, bring it back to the self. That's all this whole entire conversation. We can circle it right back to you know, being really simple about it is just be comfortable in your skin. And I know that sounds like, oh yeah, she's it's saying not. that. It's, that must be so easy for this white girl from Orange County. But it's it's not. Like I've gone through a journey to get here and mm-hmm. I can honestly say today that I love myself. And there's parts of me that, you know, will come up and I'm like, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. Probably yep. shouldn't have said that. But you know what? I'm human and we all are. And the more that we carry the burdens of our past into Mm -hmm. our future, into our current relationships, or even, you know, out there, anybody going through a relationship, someone cheated on you, or there was a, a, a breach in trust and betrayal. I've seen couples get through it. I've seen couples realize that's not for me. And I don't know why this is coming up right now, but it feels like it gets to be addressed in some way because I think that it's important to know that we don't always have to stay in something because there was a breach or a betrayal. I, I, it took me, I'm 28. I'm on a different scale than on an age than you are, Erica, but my soul definitely is, is very, very mm-hmm. old and my partner is 41. So it took him this long too. And weeding through tons of different relationships. He was married. He went through a really tough betrayal with his you know, ex. And so it just, you never know what's oh, yeah. going to come. But I will say that every single relationship way. is going to prepare you for the next. There was a review that I read the other day and she was talking about what a difficult relationship she had but how grateful she was to this man for that opportunity and and wow i had a relationship very similar to that where my heart was broken in a million pieces and it was very very difficult for me to get over and and he was that one person that i had to like get out of my heart in order for me to allow somebody else in but at the end of the day he was that person that pushed me on this path of learning to love myself 
And I look at it now and I'm like, thank you. Thanks so much for breaking my heart. Without you doing that, I wouldn't be who I am today. He catapulted me. Yes. So, so, so grateful for that, for that pissing all over my heart and throwing it in a blender. You know, thanks. Thank you. You did me a favor. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, it, it, it feels awful. And yes. nobody likes to be in heartbreak. I no. mean, gosh, I've, I've, I will admit that I've been mostly the heartbreaker, I think, in most of my relationships. Most of mine. That's why that was hard for me. I'm like, what do you mean yeah. you're doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the one. Yeah. I'm the one who does this. I Damn break it. hearts. Oh. You don't break mine. <laughs> Yeah, but I've always been like I'm on a I'm on a very I just love growth. I again, you know, I'm I'm always constantly on to the next thing and I think that comes with being a Sagittarius and just being young and there's so much available in this world now and that's how I see the world. So I I always say now coming to this relationship, I I we joke around I'm like are you going to keep up with me, you know? Like <laughs> Are you going to keep up with me? He's like, I'm only getting younger. Perfect. And he really is. You know, it's like he has that full belief whenever I said, you know, whenever I say something along the lines of, well, you know, you're older than me. He's like, yeah, but I'm epically getting nice. younger. Okay. You know, thank you for that reminder. So age just doesn't really have anything to it do doesn't. with it, but it all just, it all is guiding you to exactly where you get to be. So if you're single, have that faith and trust. And if you're going through a tough relationship, know that you don't have yeah. to stay. And the hard part is exiting. Oh, yeah. I've been in many relationships where two now, they were the most destructive and the most healing for me. And also, thank you. I'm grateful for them. But the, the hard mm-hmm. part was getting out because it was such a dance. It was like, oh, I'm going to get out. Wait, no, you're going to stay. Right. You know, The manipulation began and I was there and I'm stuck and I'm tongue tied and twisted in all these crazy stories and scenarios, but seek help. Like really go out and ask someone, tell them your story, what's going on. There's so many different energetic levels to what maybe karmically you have with that person, or there's cords that are just being like, you're wrapped around each other in a crazy dance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be crazy. Allow yourself to be in a healthy place in your life and allow for that healthy relationship mm-hmm. to come in. Yeah. Well said. Well, before we take off for the day, is there any other words of wisdom from Nixie about relationships? Okay, we're going to go here. If the sex ain't good, let's do it. Just get out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so huge. It has to be good. It's like the one thing you have in the continuum of life. You have food, you have sex, and you have conversation. Food, sex, and conversation. <laughs> if you ain't got those three three things, that ain't a part of the equation. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think it really starts with a kiss because I've, you know, yeah. we could we can literally make out for hours and hours and hours and never get to mm. the other parts. But but that's mm-hmm. been my first experience. And that's kind of when I knew as soon as we kissed, I was like, oh, shit, this is it. Like I even I literally <laughs> have it written in my journal that I reflect back to every now and then and read it to him that I knew in that in that very moment when we finally kissed, like, oh, I'm in love. This is what I've been feeling. This is what I've been calling in my life because I finally feel like I've arrived in my own yeah. self. Mm. So. It's, it's a very beautiful journey, but I will say to, uh, 
to really just don't settle at all. You're Mm-mm, worth never you're worth you're worth everything and anything. And uh, go out there and challenge yourself to believe in all of it because that's the hard mm-hmm. part is really believing it. Yeah, and always be yourself. Show them all all the good parts, all the bad parts too. Yeah. That's yep. important. It's really important to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Thank you, <laughs> Nixie. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Let's um let's leave everyone with a song. Until next time, everyone. We love you. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it is a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A.com forward slash positive head. Check it out.
es la fuente de la vida, el agua es la sangre que corre por las venas, el agua refleja el ciclo de la luna, el agua purifica y hay que protegerla. El agua limpia, el agua cura, mantengamos el agua cristalina y pura, así oreza o ya, ven con tus sirenas a purificar. Gracias, agüita sagrada. Gracias, agüita sagrada. Thank you, sacred waters. Thank you, sacred waters. Gracias, agüita sagrada. Harmony. 